Hi, and a warm welcome to all of you who are watching this uh, Fireside Chat Connecting Dot series. Uh, and today on our uh, team, we are going to discuss about the cash flow solutions which are being faced by e-commerce sellers around the globe and anyone who is already selling in US-based big box retailer platforms. So join with me today. Uh, I have Derek uh, from Sendports. Derek, uh, a warm welcome to you and uh, welcome to the show as well. Would you Thank be you. able to give us a quick uh, introduction about who you are and uh, your background in the e-commerce sector and how you guys help e-commerce businesses on one hand and how we can help any e-commerce uh, seller on the cash flow side. Yes. So, uh, yeah, my background is I've been doing e-commerce for the last uh, almost um, 18 years. Um, and then um, basically my background is really uh, selling to B2B e-commerce, dropshippers, uh, getting um, products into uh, Home Depot, Lowe's, uh, even uh, have other sellers that sell uh, products on uh, Amazon. So uh, basically, what Semports is is that we have a we have a, a, a SaaS platform that um, connects to um, many online retailers, uh, big box retailers or smaller retailers. Doesn't matter who it is. Uh, we are we have one dashboard that aggregates all the orders and inventory management systems, what you call OMS, and um, <clears throat> we also provide uh, an infrastructure warehouse network uh, for B two B for online e-commerce uh, clients to uh, sell into these channels. So what we are is a plug and play network. Uh, basically, if you have a product uh, that you want to um, bring into our ecosystem and we'll help you uh, distribute your products to the Home Depots of the world, the Wayfair, the, the Lowe's. And obviously, um, most sellers will you know open their own account on eBay, Etsy, uh, Walmart, and then Amazon. But you know those are not uh, what we, when we... We could do that, but we try to help clients to discover other channels besides those other uh, e-commerce marketplaces. Yeah, that's what we, uh, that's what we do. And then, uh, Got it. yeah. So uh, when it comes to uh, e-commerce sellers, uh, it is uh, a known fact among the uh, financial literate uh, professionals to accountants or any seasoned e-commerce uh, business that mm -hmm. cash flow is the lifeblood of any e-commerce or any other standard business, right? So if a seller, uh, this we come across uh, even as end uh, finance who usually provide uh, daily payouts for e-commerce sellers to uh, solve this cash flow problem. Let's try to understand what the actual problem is uh, from the eye of a seller who is uh, new to e-commerce business or who is starting to uh, sell their products on e-commerce, who have already created their Amazon account, Shopify store, and probably uh, selling a product which is uh, worth $100, right? But the cost mm -hmm. is uh, probably uh, $20. And uh, shipping plus advertising, all those costs uh, to combine together they might be uh, having an actual cost of around uh, uh, $50. Now they can assume on paper, okay, I get 
$50 every time I sell a product. Mm -hmm. Now, if I sell 10 products, I'm going to make $500 per day, right? Yep. Does this concept only works on, uh, only on, works on paper, but in reality and in real life, how does this work? Yeah, so so what I learned uh, doing business for the last uh, 15, 20 years is uh, cash flow is king, right? You, ever, you always hear uh, people saying the same thing, cash flow is king. So um, just e even if you sell a product on your own Shopify store, D2C, there's still a bunch of cash flow problem. Uh, first, you order something from, let's say, a manufacturer in Vietnam, China. Um, once you order it, uh, the moment you have to invest that money, the moment you have to put 30% down, and then the moment that you uh, ship the product, let's say a full container low, 40, uh, 40 foot high cube, um, then you have to pay the rest. So, and in the general rule of thumb is that if your FOB price is $1, you'll probably get it to the end consumer around $3.50 or maybe even a three, uh, 3X or 4X, just between there. So that's a, that is the initial investment. And then by the time you, the container gets over to uh, 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 the warehouse in the States, that's already uh, a month or a month and uh, 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 maybe even five weeks, right? And then if, if the container is slower, then it's going to be, uh, what do you call that? Um, sorry about this. Uh, I had a call coming in. Uh, what happened here? Um, okay. Sorry about that. So um, then it, it, it's still about, pretty much, uh, what's that word, uh, 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 about five to six weeks. You know, by the time you get there, now your, your cash is stuck in your inventory, right? So, um, but then by the time, let's say you have a D to C brand, you know, you're going to sell it to online. Let's say you sell online, you sell uh, $100 at a time. And, but, you know, the credit card company is going to take you through four days to get you paid. So, um, by the time, let's say you sell half of it, then you have enough money to replenish yourself on, uh, 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 on the D C side. Uh, then you're going to go place another order, you wait, and then... So this the D2C uh, 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 model is not as bad as selling on Amazon. They pay you in 15 days. Now, that's another cash flow problem. Um, but then right after the, the, the Amazon's, uh, uh, if, if you go into Amazon, and then, then you go into selling on Home Depot, uh, Lowe's, Wayfair, those guys are really, they're going to pay you, um, you know, net 30 now, right? Uh, that's even worse. And then I think uh, Petco or either Petco or Chewy uh, is net 60. Now, once the moment you sell this, you don't have enough money to uh, uh, buy new inventory. And that's the problem, right? And this is what you call cash flow conversion cycle, right? The shorter it is, uh, the better, right? So, uh, but then... And uh, also wanted to add some uh, context to uh, any e-commerce seller who has who has been probably uh, selling uh, really well on Amazon on one side, but uh, currently uh, inflation is also hitting the market. So your borrowing rate, even from a, a standard lender, is also very expensive. Your credit card costs can also skyrocket due to advertising charges. It can be uh, Amazon FBA charges. And also uh, the product sourcing would also impact when many days are going to be uh, taken when it comes to getting paid. Can you also uh, touch on these areas as well? Yeah, I mean, getting paid, uh, uh, getting paid is like, so like when I say like, um, 
Home Depot and Wayfair, they always have a discount, right? They they say if you want to get paid earlier, which is when you say pay early, that the, the net term is net 45 or something like that. And then you get paid earlier, you pay three weeks, right? Then you have to pay an extra two percent. Um, some of is, is what you call discounts, right? Um, and I, I don't think uh, 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 Amazon does that. They had, uh, 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 but you know, but based on all this, uh, the, the high interest rate and everything else, um, yeah, the cost of you know money is 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 high and it's really um, hard to uh, 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 you don't really want to borrow money in that high high sense. Okay, so uh, and and then there's something that out there that's called uh, merchant cash events, right? Um, those are extremely high. Merchant cash advance, they were basically, um, they don't care about your, uh, your your sales or anything like that. They do care about your sales actually, but then what they do is they connect your bank account using Plaid or you upload a, a, a three month bank statement, they see your cash flow. And then what they do is they buy your future uh, invoices or cash flow. And then, but those can go up to pretty much like 30% interest um, for, for, uh, uh, for someone to, Really uh, look into that, yeah. To get get that kind of uh, merchant mass, ver, um, what do you call it? merchant cash events? Wonderful, yeah. very good insights, Derek. And uh, when it comes to uh, cash flow uh, related problems, uh, before uh, we uh, started this uh, idea of uh, sharing insights about e-commerce sector uh, problems, which most of the sellers whom we are providing services uh, are facing on a day-to-day -day basis. Why do you think that e-commerce, or do you think even e-commerce industry talks about how to becoming millionaires by selling uh, through dropshipping? E-commerce industry content usually talks about uh, building your own business and uh, becoming uh, a very uh, successful in e-commerce. Uh, E-commerce businesses talk about, uh, or maybe uh, content uh, are amply available about how to uh, advertise properly. But why do you think cash flow is like a very uh, lesser discussed area when it comes to even YouTube or when it comes to even uh, real selling? Do you think that uh, information about cash flow is really less? So people yeah, are actually so falling into trouble? I, I I think so. So a lot of these uh, uh, get rich uh, uh, rich scheme. You know, there there are people out there that does like it's basically a lot of D to C brands, right? They hey, let's you know, it's easy. You know, you gotta uh, advertise on TikTok and all this stuff. But you have to think about it. The rule of thumb is um, thirty. Per, every time you sell something, if you do it yourself uh, and you are doing D to C, not uh, 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 selling through Home Depot, right? Um, the rule of thumb is I think it's thirty percent of uh, advertising dollars. Well, but then again, you know, when you advertise, well, where do you find that cash flow? They don't talk about that. Nobody talks about cash flow. Uh, so, you know, so for example, you you buy a hundred dollar worth of stuff, you brought it over to the state, but you still need um, to generate traffic to your website, right? Then you have to buy traffic, 30%, right? So. Then all of a sudden, you know, I I I, I see uh, uh uh you know my industry peers, uh, the the D to C guys, uh you know, to start out that. So what they do, they get an American Express card because you really have to pay up front for ads. Like uh, Facebook, they the moment you do an ad, you have to pay up front. So basically, they get a, a an American Express card, charge it, and then pay thirty days later. Uh, again, you know, those are uh 
the, the trick in the industry to like really extend your cash flow, right? But then again, it's only 30 days, right? So, but then if your campaign, it doesn't do too well, well, what happens then you'll be spending a lot more money on ads. Uh, that's the, 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 and the Amazon, thing about, uh, and, uh, all and these Amazon uh, statistics would show you that uh, there are good sales coming in, but uh, uh, American Express would be knocking your door uh, with skyrocketing bills. So this is a lesser known or lesser discussed uh, area, uh, which many uh, miss when it comes to cash flow problems. Yeah. Exactly. So, exactly. So, uh, one, one, one. Uh, if you are to give you give a, uh, an e-commerce seller one advice when it comes to uh, becoming success on uh, Amazon, let's uh, say uh, starting with Amazon and who would have a certain uh, set of products which can be even expanded to other platforms. What would you give as an advice when it comes to e-commerce cash flow is concerned? What, what do you mean um, on the e-commerce side of cash flow? So, you know, for me, I'm not, uh, I'm totally, uh, uh, what you call that, like Amazon's 40% of the market. And if you sell to Amazon, you know, just always uh, 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 look at the terms, right? So make sure that, uh, let's say if you sell on Amazon, I think it's 15 days, uh, make sure that, you know, all, you're also driving traffic to the website. So always watch out for your, uh, the net terms, right? And then Amazon's 15 but then, you know, if you sign up with Home Depot, overstock, net terms, net 30. So you really have to watch uh, your cash flow, making sure that uh, they, uh, the, 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 these, you know, the, the terms for each individual is individual sites or uh, 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 marketplace that you're working with. Um, you know, it, it's very important to know the terms. Else, uh, you might run into a, 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 a big cash flow problem. Oh, right? If you uh... just sell it on Amazon, it's fine. Okay, right. so uh, you understand that one channel. Yeah. So when it comes to uh, this question, uh, for for someone really new to e-commerce, what is uh, mentioned uh, by you as net terms? What does it mean? W say again. I, I, what, I what, what is what is net terms? What what is net terms? Oh, net that? terms. Yes. Uh, net terms means uh, uh, basically uh, the moment you sell something. Uh, the, the the retailer or Amazon will pay you uh, uh, in a certain amount of time. So net terms mean that net 15, basically it's like, hey, today, November 1st, I sold something. Uh, then Amazon will pay you uh, the 15th of, of the month. Uh, and then if it's net 30 uh, for, for uh, Home Depot, then they you sell something today, uh, uh, Home Depot will pay you on the 30th uh, 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 at the end of the month. Uh, um, basically November uh, 30th. So that's the terms of what you call the net term. Thank you very much for shedding that light uh, on the particular matters, which might be uh, complex for someone who is trying to understand or maybe break down and understand these uh, concerns yeah. uh, in the e-commerce industry. So uh, when it comes to uh, cash flow uh, problems, uh, from my side of uh, the story, we are in finance, uh, mm. who is also uh, happens to be the sponsor for the show as well. So in mm. finance is providing uh, daily payouts for, uh, for e-commerce sellers across multiple e-commerce marketplaces. We are not limited to uh, Amazon. We are not only limited to Walmart. Uh, there are 10 plus other platforms which can, we can provide uh, factoring to. 
So factoring is for any seller who is already making a sale today, they would be able to get up to 70% of that particular uh, selling amount. And mm -hmm. uh, once the uh, platform pays, we would be, and finance would be receiving that funds. And yeah. uh, we would be uh, releasing the 30% uh, of the balance. Where from mm -hmm. the initial first 70%, we would deduct our fees. So compared to a, an e-commerce seller who is only getting funded from one platform, what advantages do you see from in finance side when we are capable of funding multiple platforms? How would that yes. help an e-commerce seller? Yeah, so so no, I've been in e-commerce industry for a long time, and uh, and then I also um been talking to a lot of financial companies, uh, you know, for my clients' cash flow and our sales cash flow. So, um, for what M Finance is doing is what you call a uh, non-recourse factoring. Uh, non-recourse factoring means that they actually, you guys don't actually check the credit of your uh your client. You're actually checking, let's say, hey, if it's Home Depot, uh. You will factor them. It doesn't matter, right? So, and I think that's a a a a, a great um a, a great way of doing business for Home Depot. I mean, you're you're actually help give helping Home Depot clients to uh for the cash flow. Um, and for from what I've been seeing in the market, uh, I haven't seen anybody who's capable of doing uh factoring for Home Depot. Uh, the e-commerce side of things. The lows and then the 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 other side of things, but of course there's there's uh, other companies out there that does factoring for uh, Amazon, Shopify, uh, and all these other uh, uh, companies, and these are what you call the new fintech kind of company, right? And 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 the reason why also like traditional banks cannot factor these uh, these e-commerce invoices. If you go to uh, let's say Bank of America, Wells Fargo, and all the local banks here. Hey, I want to factor, uh, 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 you know, my Home Depot invoices. And you know what they're gonna say is like, show me the PO uh, for Home Depot. And then if you show the PO for Home Depot, if it's a hundred dollars, they'd be like, uh, we can't do this. So what they do is traditional banks will factor like bigger invoices, minimum invoices are like twenty thousand, thirty thousand, and they have people in there and really write it up. So traditional banking cannot do this. But um, the new fintech kind of company, what they are doing right now is really just focusing on the the, the marketplace with API, so they can plug it in to see that are you really selling these kind of items, uh, and before they. Um, before they factor you to, to do non-recourse factoring, right? Just not checking your credit score, but checking uh, 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 the Home Depots and then the Lowe's, right? But then if if you um, you know sell into a a, a, a dot com that no one knows about, um, I don't think um, you know then you know I don't know if M Finance is going to do it or not. But that's something that uh, M Finance will have to uh, make the call on. But yeah, so that's where I, I think uh, uh, the uniqueness of um, and finances like they could you, you guys could do the, the Home Depot, the Lowe's and all that marketplaces besides just the, the Shopify, Amazon, eBay, Walmart. Uh, you can do all these other uh, many other platforms. Perfect. So when it comes to uh, an e-commerce seller, uh, we have been also asked uh, this question many a times uh, by uh, e-commerce sellers. Uh, when it comes to platforms like Amazon, they already have a certain uh, lending program, right? Certain uh, yeah. seller-based uh, lending programs. Would every seller who is having this cash flow problem would be eligible for this? Or 
how uh, would it help an e-commerce seller who is just starting to uh, list their products on Amazon? Would they be able to get the funding from Amazon itself? Oh yeah, I I I I I think it does. Is the fact that you know the moment that you sign up for it, because um, what's going to happen is I I think they work with Chase Bank, I think uh, uh Amazon, and there's other um other factoring companies, non-recourse factoring. They 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 work with you if even if you knew. Um, what's going to happen is this. Um, you will have to uh uh, uh put that account, either your bank account, and then send the money to uh the factoring company. And that's all it is. And if they're gonna factor you, that's they'll factor you because uh, at the end of the day is that they have a connection to Amazon. They know exactly what you sold. Um, but then some company, um, you have to have a sales history first before they um, they even factor you. So there's certain company do certain things. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, uh, you just have to find the right uh, company that does that. But um, pretty much like. I think, um, you know, and finance, you guys, uh, you'll probably do it the, uh, on day one. So I'm not sure. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it doesn't matter because at the end is that if you start factoring, uh, the moment that you factor it and the API comes in, they, you already know that you sold, uh, your client sold something. So it's not, uh, it's not fake, right? So or, when it or, comes to in uh, finance, we uh, go through the uh, seller's uh, e-commerce history and uh, historical data is the uh, key uh, concern which we uh, analyze. Based on those historical data, we would be able to provide factoring for uh, e-commerce sellers. But when it comes to uh, the advantage, if uh, someone would ask us, uh, what does the end finance provide uh, compared over Amazon? We, uh, on our side, when we are uh, concerned about our service, we would be able to provide factoring not only for Amazon. We are mm -hmm. not limited to Amazon. And yeah. uh, any e-commerce seller who had been selling on multiple platforms or even starting from Amazon to expand to Walmart and other platforms, we would be able to provide that factoring. So I, I think that's a very big advantage in the industry compared to, okay, for Amazon, I need to run to Amazon. And for another platform, I am going to run for another uh, lender. Then yeah. the, the cash flow journey itself gets com uh, complex because you have to uh, manage finances with multiple parties. So I would introduce then finance as uh, one creditor who would be able to provide uh, funding support, daily payouts for any e-commerce service, daily basis, uh, and you don't need to run to multiple lenders who are out there in the market. So that's, that's one big advantage which we can offer. And uh, when it comes to e-commerce uh, business, uh, what are your uh, suggestions when it comes to borrowing at different rates? You, you would have seen uh, many sellers working with you trying to borrow money from credit cards, personal loans, business loans. Why should they or even uh, can consider Ditching that uh, compared to uh, an e-commerce-based uh, funding supplier like in finance. Yeah, so um, an e-commerce funding supplier is just pretty much on demand, right? Um, you don't have to do credit checks or uh, anything like that. Uh, I mean, I, if, if you're going to uh, go to a traditional loan, um, you know, you might get a business loan. Uh, they might have personal guaranteed uh, or you have collaterals. 
meant then the rates are cheaper. Let's say you put your house uh, your your house on the as collateral, then obviously you get a a seven or eight percent cheaper. But you know, for uh uh non-recourse factoring like uh, M finance and um you don't have to, there's no personal guaranteed, uh there's no uh uh, uh what you call that. Um and yeah, so it's pretty much not not personal. You don't have to put collaterals down. Um, so you know every invoices is real uh, that you send out. So that's the 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 the, the difference between um, you know why you want. It all depends again. You know if if, if you could uh, if you wanted like hey you want a cheaper uh, rate that you want to guarantee it yeah you get it or or you want to you know factor it uh, yeah obviously it's going to be a, a little bit higher rate. It's close to like in the teens right. Um, so. Uh, that's something that somebody will, you know, really have to consider. But you know, at the end, is is very convenient uh, for you um, if you want to factor your uh, invoices uh, quickly and without any uh, kind of uh, what's that word uh, application and you know collaterals and all that stuff. You know, you, you, you if you ever um, you know go and apply for a loan, it's very tedious. Valuable insights, Jerry. Uh, apart from all these areas related to uh, borrowing money, uh, factoring or providing funding for multiple marketplaces, I want to pick your brain about uh, your experience as a seller uh, on e-commerce industry as well. Uh, for, a, for a seller to plan all these things, uh, sourcing products, getting the products uh, shipped, facilitating the logistics, packing, doing the advertising. What sort of concerns should an e-commerce seller look into when it comes to designing the pricing strategy? How should they price a product? Would they need to add all these particular elements? How would you suggest, let's say someone is sourcing a product at $20? Yeah. What, what would be a healthy uh, pricing strategy, which would help on the uh, cash flow uh, on a day-to-day -day basis by adding these particular costs in a proper way. Yeah. So, so what I actually, um, so this is where we come and help our clients, right? Um, uh, if, if you're a brand new uh, manufacturer, let's say right now, um, the buzzword is OBM instead of OEM, right? OEM is original equipment manufacturer. Right now it's called original brand manufacturer. Means since that last factories want to um, uh, build their own brand and go e-commerce. And a lot of these new guys are coming in and they have to understand the structure. So again, uh, uh, the, the general rule of thumb is that if you're buying something for $20 at FOB price, then you pretty much have to times it by three and a half, right? Uh, so it gets up to the consumer um, at let's say three and a half is uh, what seventy dollars, right? So you have to sell at seventy. But in between, um, the FOB price is twenty. That's what uh, you said uh, uh, at, at twenty. But then you have to mark it up enough to cover your. Um, so this is what you call this uh, uh, the importer uh, uh, pricing, right? The wholesale price. So once you get to, uh, once you get to uh, uh, shore, let's say you know from China to US, uh, that twenty dollar to forty dollars, that twenty dollar margin. Right, that twenty dollar margin is to cover your ocean freight, custom clearance, inventory risk, warehousing, and uh, sales salespeople like distribution, right? And uh, 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 yeah, and and operation guys, right? So that twenty dollar uh, in between. But now 
once you, that's your wholesale price. Let's say you're going to make $20 to cover all that. And then your, then, then you sell it to, let's say a Wayfair, all right? You sell it to a Wayfair, you sell it to a Home Depot. That's your wholesale price now. Um, on the wholesale price, you sell it to Wayfair for $40. So what Wayfair does, uh, they probably mark it up to uh, 70, but most people 70, 80, that, that, let's make it uh, simpler, that $30, right? It's like they mark it up, um, they won't double it, but um, pretty much uh, mark it up like another uh, 30%, uh, $30. And when I say, mar uh, uh, what, and then that $30 is to cover uh, Wayfair's uh, marketing expense, uh, Wayfair's sales and customer service. Uh, it covers uh, your last mile delivery, which is the UPS uh, uh, rates. So after all that, then you know Wayfair will probably make about uh, maybe a twenty percent margin, right? And then uh, on the wholesale price, you'll probably make another ten to fifteen percent margin. And, and th these are very slim margins, and, and and that's how it gets together. But that's why, like recently, all these like direct to consumer brands is working well. Is they take all these margins together, like you know they make ten percent here. Uh, uh, twenty percent here, and then combine it, right? And now they are it's a thirty percent margin. But the problem is also this: um, as a direct consumer brand, uh, instead of sending something from uh, Hayward, California, to New York, direct consumer direct to consumer brands will have a higher UPS um, or FedEx uh, last mile delivery cost. And these, you know, it probably takes like ten dollars to go to uh, New York from here to Hayward to New York, right? Uh, but for Wayfair, Home Depot. It's probably gonna. It'll probably cost. It'll probably cost them like five dollars, six dollars. So you know, those are the 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 key differences in in regards to, um, you know, uh, what you call it, the pricing concerns. You have to really look into uh, which part of the margin is responsible for what. Yeah. Hello. That's a very good insight uh, when it comes to a seller because mostly uh, what someone would come across is this pricing uh, they would not really have figured out when they are new to uh, the industry or uh, just entering uh, to sell on the multiple platforms. So these are certain costs which someone needs to consider when it comes to e-commerce and uh, that really helps them to have a healthy cash flow compared to getting uh, into the uh, uh, sinkhole of, all right, I have figured out this, but this part I haven't. So that's the uh, untold uh, reality. Uh, someone who is teaching you e-commerce would not talk, uh, talk to you or maybe uh, keep you informed about. So being informed about uh, these costs and expenses and how to keep those margins would really benefit you when you are uh, managing your cash flow uh, in the e-commerce business. So as a fintech, uh, which is uh, providing uh, e-commerce based financing uh, in, in uh, large scale businesses, we call this supply chain financing, where we cover the financing from end to end. But on e-commerce based businesses, uh, many e-commerce based businesses sometimes complain that uh, they don't uh, get the funding on time. So uh, what are the reasons uh, usually uh, when it comes to getting funding on time? Because uh, is it the reason that they haven't 
consider the, the net terms as we discussed on the earlier, or is it because of the uh, amateur uh, level of uh, understanding? They haven't went through the terms and conditions which these marketplaces usually have placed. What are your experience, Eric? When you, uh, funding on time, uh, most, I, I, I think it's more of um, the, 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 the brands doesn't understand the the the, the terms right of, of things and um most most of these uh, uh um I, I would say pretty much 90 90 something percent of these uh, uh online retail stores that that pay you on time um so that's not the uh, uh the, the issue here yeah it is so, the uh, under, understanding uh, is not there among the founders or whoever starts selling that they haven't read through the long sheet of terms and conditions sometimes Oh, they get yeah. cluttered with so much of marketplaces, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So I want and you to share how does Shinport help these uh, sellers on their day-to-day -day journey where uh, Shinport is providing a fantastic support across multiple platforms. I yeah. want you to share that as well. So so we consider ourselves more of a, a infrastructure and educational company. Um, we educate uh, our uh, e-commerce clients uh, to... Uh, on different channels, we tell them about discounts. Uh, so, so example, uh, Overstock's discount right uh, is eleven percent, while Wayfair sometimes it ranges from six and a half to even ten percent if your damage rate is high. So, those are the kind of stuff that we educate them um, in regards to uh, the net terms. Like, obviously, if if your product, if your discount is higher and with overstock, then you might want to raise your wholesale price a little bit and then say, hey, look, you know, uh, I, I, your discount's too high. I don't want to, you know, I, I don't have that margin for it. So those are the, the the kind of stuff we educate them. And then another thing is besides just uh, the end finance side, the, the, the non-recourse factoring for these invoices, um, you know, we also could help uh, our clients to say, hey, you need, you need uh, 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 with ocean freight invoicing, uh, no, uh, 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 lending or, um, or uh, inventory financing, cargo financing, right? So we have companies out there that we work with that actually finance the cargo, uh, finance the uh, 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 for sixty days. You know, the moment that your product lands here, they finance it. Uh, obviously, there's another uh, you know interest charge, but then you know you could there's multiple ways you know you could leverage your cash flow, uh, cargo financing. Ocean freight financing, and then of course using N finance to finance the actual invoices for the last mile, uh, the consumer stuff. So if you put all this stuff together, now it's a uh, it, it, it's a it, it's very healthy if you if you put in all these financial uh, 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 plans together uh, from A to Z, right? So I think that's the the stuff that we do. We educate uh, our clients in regards to how things work on the e-commerce space um, and uh, what to do. Right. And, and, and then to keep a good cash flow and um, yeah. And so, at the end of the day, yeah, go ahead. So uh, when it comes to uh, an e-commerce seller, let's say uh, there might be uh, an e-commerce seller who is already uh, watching this uh, podcast or probably uh, listening to uh, the podcast, watching this YouTube video or our TikTok video on uh, Mr. Fintech. Mm -hmm. So uh, if they are keen to connect with you uh, on uh, getting their e-commerce business. Do they need to have a certain amount of uh, minimum sales they need to do uh, to get connected with you guys? Or is there a limit? How, how can they connect with you? 
Yeah, just uh, you know, send send me an email. It would be uh, Derek D E R R I C K at sendports c e n p o r t s dot com. Um, there's no minimum. Uh, what we do is uh, we are basically uh, we will educate um, the the brands, the e-com sellers, and all the different marketplaces. And uh, yeah, that's basically what we do. We educate and help and uh, and provide the infrastructure for these brands to uh uh, uh sell online uh but you know if you're selling well on amazon uh and you're selling well on your d2c brands and you don't want to uh, uh uh go into the other other channels then yeah so uh we're not good at uh running an amazon store we're not good at running a a, a d2c uh, uh store but what we're good at is just, um, providing the infrastructure providing the the software uh to manage all your multi-channels uh providing the uh, the OM, um, the WMS for your warehousing and uh, the, your network, um, and making connections to um, different uh, online stores. So uh, let's say someone who is located in India or someone who is already uh, in Malaysia or China, Hong Kong, maybe uh, Nigeria. Uh, mm -hmm. What type of a service would uh, you would be able to give them uh, to access the US-based e-commerce market? So basically, um, so just uh, to give a walkthrough, um, we had a we had a factory in uh, Malaysia, uh, not Malaysia, uh, India that does uh, linen, right, uh, textile that um, bathroom uh, blankets. So uh, they know nothing about the, the the market. So what we do is um, we educate them about the margins. So we have a PNL for him. Uh, educate them about the ocean freight, how things works. Um, once they're ready, they understand this. Um, we are, then what they say is, uh, hey, we gave them our warehouse address. They shipped the product over to our warehouse. Um, and we have a team uh, to load his products through uh, many different channels. You know, it depends on how you, how you want to do it. Either sell it through our account or we can help them open a new account. Um, sometimes if he wants to open a new account, it requires a U.S. entity, right? Yeah. So uh, let's say we're Home Depot. But I, I think uh, Wayfair, Amazon, you don't need a, a, a U.S. entity. So, but some of them, doesn't want to deal with uh, 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 corporate taxes uh, and and don't want to deal with. It. So what they do is they just put it into our warehouse as consignment, and then we sell to other uh, different channels on behalf of them and help them build the brand. Uh, so then we'll deal with the taxes. We'll pay uh, uh, Uncle Sam, and we also help them uh, outsource it to uh, if they want a D to C website. We will look for agencies to help them build a website. Uh, Amazon store will, um, uh, we have good partners uh, with Amazon stores to help them run the Amazon store. So that's why I said earlier, we don't, we're not good at running Amazon stores. We're not going at running stores, but we have partners out there that are really good at winning stores. So those are the, uh, 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 the services that we offer and also branding. Um, we don't do it, but um, we have a partner. So uh, that's why we call it the, the Semports ecosystem. If you need something, and of course, you know, um, and finance is, uh, is, can be one of, our, is one of our partners, right? So, um, you know, we'll provide uh, everything to, um, for the whole ecosystem. Oh, and then we also do returns uh, services. Uh, we're a partner with uh, Rush Free Commerce in regards to that too. Yeah, so we have a lot of partnerships. So uh, Stanford uh, does uh, has a lot of partnerships because we we know that because uh, as Stanford uh, has been uh, um, our major partner when it comes to connecting with the e-commerce journey as well and uh, yeah. N Finance had been uh, 
connecting integrated support to any seller who is already selling on any marketplace uh, through Zenports as well. So yep. uh, as an e-commerce seller, do they need to belong to any particular set of categories or do you usually uh, provide support across all the categories? If you can yeah, share so, that insight as well, that would be great for any yeah, yeah, that's a good question, actually. So for now, uh, we are just uh, really just focusing on the for the home category and the pet category. Um, in the future, we'll be expanding to other different categories right now, right? Uh, so uh, what we could help is like the big box reader. Anything that you sell on Home Depot, Wayfair, Walmart, uh, we could help, right? Um, but then if you start saying, hey, I want to sell shoes, um, you know, maybe we could only really start getting into the, the Amazon, which is, and then the uh, uh, the Macy's or uh, we're not even connected with Zappos. So, so uh, those are the, but our main category right now is uh, for the home category. But then, so, you know. Uh, uh, what about Walmart and maybe uh, Overstock, uh, Macy's and those sort of uh, sellers? Let's say that if they have someone yeah. who is into uh, uh, fashion, uh, maybe uh, clothing, maybe, uh, a personal care or maybe uh, a certain home related electronic items i, I have seen uh, that you guys already provide services for uh, kitchen or home and garden related electric yep. and those sort of yep. products uh, mm -hmm. what sort of uh, product categories would you can go into from your existing to uh, uh, areas which you plan to expand yeah so uh, we're, we're, we're starting to uh, expand to the the the, the uh, home appliances electronics uh uh mainly these kind of categories yeah the, the more of the, the the bigger ticket items a little bit um that will work a little bit more um but for like jewelries um it's a little bit harder for us um uh, uh to do but again um but then it doesn't stop you like for example you want to work with n finance um you know we can integrate with etsy we can integrate with other uh platforms so uh we can provide the the data the source of truth right um to end finance. So that's uh, in the sales side, uh, it's a little bit harder for us to help. But then for the infrastructure, for the 3PL uh, and the software to manage all these channels, uh, that's not a problem. Great. So uh, when it comes to uh, an e-commerce seller, uh, if they uh, currently uh, use uh, Amazon FBA or maybe uh, fulfillment services by uh, Walmart, what benefit uh, would they have if they are to work with you? And uh, usually uh, Amazon FBA has certain uh, prime charges when it comes to uh, shopping seasons like uh, Christmas season. Uh, how yeah. does it uh, help when it comes to any e-commerce seller if they are to partner with you? Yeah, so uh, my recommendation would be um, if we have a product that you're gonna sell on Amazon, you sell in Walmart, um, and then you want to sell on Home Depot and Lowe's. So basically, we'll have to split the inventory, right? Uh, you will have to uh, ship us the product uh, to our uh, network of warehouses. And then we will uh, basically say, you'll, we'll work with you um, to maybe ship 15 of them to Amazon FBA, uh, ship another 15 to um, Walmart. Um, the reason is because uh, for S FBA, they have a lot of good rates. You, you put your product into FBA, the rates are good. Uh, and when Amazon sees that your products in, uh, 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 in FBA, your, ser your search result might be better uh, in regards to that. For I know for a fact that uh, 
Walmart search result is really good if your product is in uh, 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 Walmart uh, fulfillment uh, services. But you know, again, you know, the, the storage fee is higher. All right. You want to make sure your product sells. And then what we could do is we're the, your conduit. Like basically, oh, you need more products. Well, we'll ship it into Amazon for you. We'll ship it into a, a, a Walmart for you. Right. So those are the, 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 the benefits of you know, working with us is like we can help you distribute. And also now we can help you sell in Home Depot, Lowe's, Overstock. Uh, then we will uh, help um, distribute those products for you. And again, uh, these B2B uh, website, you don't pay for the last mile delivery. You just give them a wholesale cost, they will pay for uh, uh, the UPS cost. So that's totally two different things. Amazon, they make you pay for UPS and Walmart, same thing, right? So uh, those are the two differences. And then uh, as for Amazon, I think uh, they say they do uh, multi-channel fulfillment, but I don't think they can do it. Yeah. So a lot of people, uh, a lot of these, uh, 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 the, the FBAs and the Walmart, and also even, um, uh, uh, I think, um, Wayfair Castlegate, uh, they, they can do multi-channel fulfillment. Yeah. But pricing, pricing also pretty expensive if the products are good, like especially when it comes to furniture, uh, fulfilling uh, products like furniture, right? Say again? The pricing uh, of uh, the Amazon uh, FBA and other uh, fulfillment services yeah. sometimes uh, is a bit uh, compared to uh, the pricing bites on uh, higher expensive uh, type of pricing. Yeah. Yeah. It mostly yeah, suits uh, small products uh, and certain products which are uh, quickly and easy to maneuver. Uh, maybe that might be the reason uh, why many uh, uh, large product uh, manufacturers and sellers prefer to work with third parties. Yeah, exactly. So I think uh, that's why Wayfair is, uh, you know, is the leading industry, is a, a furniture leader um, compared to uh, uh, Amazon. And um, when I said uh, uh, earlier, I just want to add one more thing. Um, you know, some people might say, oh, it's not true uh, that Amazon FBA can do multi-channel. Yes, they can do multi-channel in a sense that um, if it's Shopify or uh, some other um uh, 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 let's say eBay or you know Amazon, uh, Amazon, uh, whatever. Yeah, they can do that because the reason is because you using an Amazon account uh, for your UPS label and you ship it. Of course, they could do it. You tell them to ship it, whatever it is. But the problem is this: if when 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 I say uh, they cannot uh, do multi-channel distribution, it's the fact that they cannot sell to uh, ship to Home Depot. Why? It's because Home Depot requires you to use their third-party building and Amazon. I don't think they have the, uh, maybe they, it, it, it's new right now or anything, but um, they're not capable of doing third-party billing. And that's the, uh, some of the, the problems uh, um, I see also with other um, WMS or uh, third-party software, third-party 3PL software. They cannot do third-party billing. I think you actually spilled a lot of uh, gems for anyone who is uh, listening to or uh, watching uh, Mr. Fintech's uh, video session because these are like uh, inside uh, hidden uh, facts which you figure out uh, after spending either burning a lot of money or maybe <laughs> serving serving uh, many businesses uh, across many years. So uh, I think uh, those are really valuable, right? Uh, if if you if you had entered the e-commerce business, uh, would you know these things uh, at at the first uh, stage itself? What are your thoughts? No, no, I, I wouldn't even know. 
And, you know, like, uh, uh, I just found out that, uh, I think uh, half a year ago, I just found out some of the, the 3PL cannot do third-party billing. And uh, the, the, some of the 3PL software out there can do 3PL billing. And I was like, I was uh, uh, scratching to my head. I was scratching my head and I was like, why don't, can't they do that? And, 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 and then I kind of uh, uh, realized why is because that a lot of 3PL, they make their money um, besides the, the fulfillment and the storage. They also make their money off of the UPS account. So they have a discount, right? And, uh, what they do is that the more volume they ship under their account, they get a better discount. And what they do is they market up like 10%, 15%. And then uh, resell it back to uh, 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 their client, right? So, and if they start using third-party billing, they don't make any more uh, extra money, and that's the, the the whole reason why. And yeah, one of the reason why. So, yeah. So these are some interesting uh, facts. I I uh, believe that uh, anyone who had been uh, listening to uh, Mr. Fintech's uh, session on e-commerce cash flow solutions would be benefited with these uh, insights uh, and uh, gems which had been spilled by uh, Derek on uh, how these particular uh, things work together and what you need to know when it comes to uh, having a healthy uh, cash flow uh, solution maintained. Mm -hmm. So uh, as an end note, Derek, uh, what are your thoughts uh, on uh, having a healthy uh, e-commerce based cash flow solution. How would it help any uh, e-commerce seller to scale up? I know for a fact that you have seen new sellers who entered the business uh, as a new business and even went up to uh, be featured on top shows like Ellen Show. You guys had helped them. What potential is there when you have proper cash flow? When you, uh, when you have proper cash flow? Yep. Oh yeah. I mean. In the beginning, like let's say this, you 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 have let's say thirty forty thousand dollars. You buy you buy a nice uh, uh, container, it sells well, and then obviously you can get you know thirty forty thousand dollars. Yeah, in the beginning, it's easier to manage, right? Once you start growing your business into the hundreds of thousands, that is where you really have to find proper financing for your business, uh, and uh, you know I I, I used to uh, I was you know I used to sell uh bathroom vanities online um and you know we were we got up to about like a, a 10 million dollar uh uh annual uh, revenue uh b2b side of things and and that's where the financing comes in really hard you need to carry uh, i we, at one point we we're holding almost like a million and a half to two million dollars in inventory uh and then we have to continue to cycle now where can you get that money you <laughs> the moment you sell in wayfair and home depot it takes 30 days now i need to order more and that is the whole uh uh uh, uh problem and, but then if you have proper financing make sure that you mark up your uh wholesale price enough to cover um the interest rate for your proper financing. Let's say for example, like if you know how much you, you're gonna pay for financing, well, mark it up a little bit or whatever it is. If you have to give um, the, your, your finance or your banking, uh, your bank every like 2%, make sure that you mark everything up an extra 2% and it's competitive and, and see where you're at. So you have to make sure that you give that um, portion of the money to your, uh, to, to, to your financer. That, that, that gives a glimpse of an idea when you initially start growing, but you define by growth 
at the initial stages, okay, when you are doing $5,000 per month, you don't feel, okay, uh, mm. that's uh, a problem which you might be experiencing. But uh, for, for an e-commerce seller, from, from in finance side, uh, if you are to share uh, this insight, that is what we suggest on our seller empowerment when we help uh, the sellers is you need to plan your journey uh, not to be there by just doing a side hustle or uh, uh, you might be calling it full-time uh, engagement, but it should be not about just uh, selling for $2,000, $5,000 monthly uh, revenue. It should be about scaling up. And mm-hmm. for you to scale up, you need to have your cash flow solutions in order, right? It's not only about having a great accounting system. It also needs to think through, okay, how am I going to plan these stages? What are my pricing strategies? Where are my net terms? And have a suitable funding partner who would be able to provide you daily payout. So you would not need to run to the bank every time to apply personal loan. You would not require the American Express card uh, to call you every time when your uh, uh, card max out. So Mm -hmm. those are the areas as an e-commerce seller, you should be able to think and plan ahead when it comes to planning your e-commerce business or if you're already selling, these points would be really helpful. So uh, on today's uh, FinTech Fireside Chat with uh, Mr. FinTech, I think uh, we were able to provide some valuable insights for most of our e-commerce sellers or someone who is keen to uh, join uh, the e-commerce industry and uh, be big uh, in the industry. We have seen uh, certain uh, e-commerce businesses building up to uh, do a monthly revenue of multiple millions uh, on a, a monthly basis. So the opportunity is always there and having the proper insights figuring out would really help you. So as an end note, uh, Derek, I would like to thank you uh, for joining uh, with us today uh, on the uh, FinTech Fireside Chat with Mr. FinTech. And uh, also uh, I would uh, request anyone uh, who is watching this video on YouTube, smash that uh, like button and uh, subscribe us on Mr. FinTech Fireside Chat. We would be having such connecting dot sessions related to fintech, related to e-commerce. And uh, we would look forward to uh, seeing you next time. And I believe Derek is also uh, happy to connect with uh, Mr. Fintech uh, and have this discussion continued so that many would be benefited on their e-commerce and fintech journey. Thank you very much, guys. I I, want to add one more thing. Build your interest margin into your margin. Build your interest into your margin. So, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Bye bye. Thank you, Kalam. Bye bye. Bye bye.